Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. In this episode, meet best-selling author and speaker Hal Elrod, breathwork teacher and writer Ashley Neese, and personal finance expert Erin Lowry. These three authors decided to write and record their audiobooks in order to share formulas, lessons, and wisdom that will help listeners live a balanced, less stressful life. And find out which author would cast any of the Real Housewives of New York to narrate her audiobook. Enjoy. Hi, this is Hal Elrod, author of The Miracle Equation, the two decisions that move your biggest goals from possible to probable to inevitable. I wrote The Miracle Equation because this is the exact formula that I have lived my life by since I was 19 years old, and it's enabled me to do things that I never imagined were even possible for me. And because of that, I've always felt a sense of responsibility to share it with as many people as I possibly can. Personally, I've used the miracle equation to overcome seemingly insurmountable adversities. The first of which I was driving home from work when I was hit head on by a drunk driver and found dead at the scene. I died for six minutes. I broke 11 bones. And when I came out of a coma six days later, the doctor said I would never walk again. The miracle equation is how I took my first step three weeks later. And then most recently, I was diagnosed with a rare cancer and given a 30% chance of surviving. And I used the miracle equation to beat that cancer. But beyond overcoming adversity, this is the formula that's enabled me to create extraordinary results that little old me never imagined I could. And that includes earning millions of dollars, impacting millions of people through my work, and even running an ultra marathon after doctors said I would never walk again. And most importantly, the miracle equation is the same formula that the world's most successful individuals from world champion athletes to multimillionaires have all used to consistently produce extraordinary results that most people marvel at and wonder how they do it. And with the miracle equation, we no longer have to marvel at other people or marvel at the world's best. Now we really can join them. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be challenging. And honestly, it's because I kept losing my voice. I'd speak with a lot of intensity and my voice kept going out. So it was a really fun time, but it was also quite a bit challenging. I realized that I had trouble pronouncing many of the names in the book of the people that have already used the miracle equation in their lives. And part of that is because many of them were from other countries and they had names that were unfamiliar to me. When it comes to the narration, honestly, I'm proud that I was able to finish it. And I think I'm most excited for listeners to hear the authentic passion in my voice. You know, the miracle equation, as I said, it's something that I've practiced for my whole life uh, or for half of my life. I've wanted to share it with other people. And so I hope that comes across in the audiobook that I'm finally getting to share this message with the world. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would cast Morgan Freeman. I don't think there's anyone that has a more empathetic, authentic, powerful voice than Morgan, and I would be honored for him to share the Miracle Equation message with people. The last audiobook that I listened to, 
is titled Living with a Seal. It's by Jesse Itchler. And the reason I enjoyed that book is it was honestly one of the most entertaining audiobooks I've ever listened to. Had me laughing out loud and uh, also learned some valuable lessons as well. My favorite place to listen to audiobooks is while I'm driving in the car. My uh, ADHD brain has trouble when I'm at home sitting and listening to an audio because I feel like I have so many things I could be doing. I guess that's a type A personality thing. But when I'm in the car, that's the time when I feel like I can maximize the drive time by also learning things that are valuable to my life and for my family and the people that matter most to me. Hi, this is Ashley Neese, author of How to Breathe. I wrote my book because I've always wanted to write a book. As I mentioned in my book, I wrote my first book in elementary school, and I've been writing books ever since. I wrote a lot of zines in high school and in college, and my dream has always been to have my work published with a publisher that I really like and to get my work to more people. I was inspired by really simple aesthetics and design and to create a book that is meaningful and beautiful. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be challenging. (laughs) Why? Because I'm a new mother. I have a five-month-old who I love, and reading while being tired is more challenging than I thought it was going to be. I realized I had trouble pronouncing futile, and I kept pronouncing it futile. I am proud that I was able to get through the entire book in one day. (laughs) I didn't realize I was going to be able to do that. And I'm excited that listeners will be able to have the tools of the book to be able to take the breathwork practices into their homes, into their offices, and just into their everyday lives and use them. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would cast Janet Mock because her voice is incredibly grounded and strong and smooth, and she also has a really great sense of humor. Janet Mock is one of my favorite authors. She has written two incredible memoirs. She also has a podcast, and she's a journalist, and she's also a screenwriter. She's amazing. The last great podcast I listened to was actually a repeat of a a show that I've listened to a bunch on being with Krista Tippett, and I just re-listened to her episode with David White, one of my all-time favorite poets, and that episode always makes me feel so grounded and I find it incredibly inspiring. I tend to listen mostly in my car when I'm driving around. It's like a nice enclosed space and it feels really intimate. I'm Erin Lowry, the author of Broke Millennial, Stop Scraping By and Get Your Financial Life Together, and the new Broke Millennial Takes on Investing, A Beginner's Guide to Leveling Up Your Money. Broke Millennial Takes on Investing came really out of the fact that post book number one, so many people were reaching out to me asking, okay, what's next? And they were doing it because they had gotten their financial lives together enough to a point where investing was an option, but they had no clue how to start. I have a very small investing chapter in my first book, and I recommended some reading materials. And a couple of people even reached out and said, 
These are too complicated. I don't understand. And these are books that are meant to be for beginners. And I was realizing that when I was learning, I had the fortune to have my parents to turn to, but not everyone is that lucky. So I wanted to create a book that was the true beginner's guide so that if you don't know what an index fund is, if you have no idea what saving for retirement means, if you just feel very stressed out about the market in general, this book is absolutely for you. And I also wanted to address some very millennial-specific pain points like, I have student loans. Should I be investing? Or I have ethical and religious issues with investing. How can I get around that? What's impact investing? What about these apps? What about robo-advisors? The landscape has changed a lot for us, and technology has really changed the game. And a lot of the old books, which are still great, don't address that. The one word I would use to describe recording my audiobook is exhausting. And I'm sure a lot of people say that. I would challenge anyone to just pick up a book and read 10 pages of it out loud and see what they feel like at the end of it, and then think about doing that for eight hours and back-to-back days. And also, it's your book. You're going to be hypercritical of how you wrote certain things. So there are going to be moments where you're like, oh, what was I saying? And that's just a weird thing to have to be thinking in your head while you're also reading the book out loud and knowing there's nothing you can do about it. One, I knew how to pronounce it, but saying spectacularly felt very awkward. But the bigger one was one of the experts I interviewed. I just, for the life of me, cannot say her last name correctly. So quite literally, every time I have to say it, I have to turn and ask how it was properly pronounced and have it said in my ear. And then I say it. And then still about, I would say 60% of the time, say it wrong on the first go. I'm very narrative in how I write. My second book isn't quite as narrative as my first book because investing just didn't lend itself the same ability to do that. But I think what's really cool is a lot of people do interact with me socially or they follow my blog in addition to the books. And for them to now really hear what I sound like is a pretty cool experience. And I also really like that it gets to sound exactly like it sounds in my head. And I get to narrate it the way that I heard it coming out of my brain onto the page. I mean, who wouldn't love either maybe Oprah or Morgan Freeman narrating their books? That has to be a very common answer to this question. So now I'm trying to come up with a not common answer to this question. And now I want to say I think it would be hilarious if maybe like a Real Housewives of New York was narrating this book as a New Yorker myself. I just think that would be really funny. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening. For more behind-the-mic content and audiobook recommendations, visit www.penguinrandomhouseaudio.com backslash next listen.